Trump signs an executive order against social media. George Floyd Union Square protest gets violent. And Staten Island tanning salon owner gets threatened with jail for reopening his business. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Joey Saladino Show. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news today and more. Now let's get into this. Looks like Don Lemon is blaming Trump for what happened to George Floyd. Listen to this. To hear from the birther in chief from the sons of bitches calling person who says that athletes who are kneeling for this very reason. Well, I think he just called Trump the burglar in chief. I mean, I don't see Trump at those protests. No wants to hear from that. The justice system should work for everyone. The president of the United States, the attorney general of the United States, should have the same system in place for everyone. That should be a given. You should not have to announce that at a press conference. And no one wants to hear that. Unless you're going to come out and say, I understand how African-Americans feel in this country. I understand the mistakes that I've made with African-Americans in this country. I understand that there is an election coming, but I don't just want your vote. I want you to understand that I know where you're coming from. We don't want to hear that. And that is the God's honest truth. Listen up, listen up, listen up. This is because the FBI is asking for more video in the investigation of George, George Floyd's death. Okay. That's the thing. You need evidence. If you want to prove that it is racism, if you want to prove that it is massive police brutality, which it could all and well be, when you're dealing with the criminal justice system and law, you need evidence. You need all the proof. And blaming this and throwing this on Trump? Get out of here. This is something that should be handled at a state level, at a city level. It's going on in a Democrat city, in a Democrat state. Don't throw this on Trump. What does what Trump have anything to do with that police officer in Minneapolis, in that police department, in that city, in that state? What does Trump specifically have anything to do with that guy in that situation? And here's the thing. Nobody's yet proved that it is, in fact, 100% undeniable, a racist police brutality incident. Yes, it is police brutality. I'll give you that. Still, we should see more evidence, more footage, because based on the footage that I've seen, it's pretty much just the end shot of what was happening, and that did look very bad. It would be nice to see more evidence, uh, more more video to see what's going on. Maybe there is more. I just missed it. But yet, nobody has yet proved that this was a racist situation, because this stuff happens to white people, too. The only problem is you won't hear about it on the news. It's because certain people have certain agendas, and those certain people control the entire mainstream media platform. I'm talking about somebody like Don Lemon right now. Imagine we protested, we rioted, and burned down the city streets for every time a white person was killed due to police brutality. We don't. That doesn't happen. We don't do that. It only happens with the other race. Obviously, there's a history behind that, which you obviously I, I get. There's a history behind that. But you need to be able to prove that it was racism and not just police brutality, police negligence. Because that this stuff happens. It's not that it's acceptable. It's definitely not acceptable. But it happens. It happens to people of all races, all colors. I would say all genders, but women don't normally commit many as many crimes as men. But it happens. Doesn't mean it's acceptable, but it means that you can't always just divert right to racism. Could have been just a bad cop. Didn't mean he was racist. He still could be. We'll find out if we ever do find out. But 
it's kind of that fact is kind of irrelevant, completely irrelevant to the left and the mainstream media's agenda. All it was, white cop, black dude. That's all that matters. You don't you don't need proof of racism. That's that's it. They got they got what they needed. And we're going to be seeing more of this. Check out the riots that broke out in Union Square because of the George, George Floyd situation. People being wrestled to the ground, being arrested. This is madness. Luckily, there's, there's some cops there constantly recording all the footage. It's good for them to cover their behinds when it comes to any of this stuff going to court. And it, it just, it is, it is madness. I do not know. I'm still trying to figure out is white people protesting there too, black people, uh, people of all races. It seems more like a, a liberal thing going on over there. And I, I don't know how rioting in Union Square, New York City helps with police brutality in Minneapolis. Literally have no clue how that is related. So this is, I guess, beforehand, they're going no justice, no peace. They're protesting. Obviously, they're not socially distancing at all. Uh, they're flipping off the cops. Uh, just disgusting behavior. This is what happens when you don't have proper parents. They, they turn into this. It doesn't seem like too big of a crowd. It seems more like a small crowd. Just a bunch of basement-dwelling uh, jobless hippies. Um, skateboarders, too. Um, just, yeah, the biggest freaks of them all in the Liberal Party. So this is what happens. Listen. When Republicans protest, we're trying to open up businesses. When the Democrats protest, they're literally burning down businesses. Are the governors going to extend lockdowns to punish these protesters like they did for Republicans? Because I doubt it. That's exactly what uh, Governor Wetchin, whatever her name is, she did. When Republicans protest, this happened in a few states, I believe. When Republicans protested and lockdowns, they extended them specifically. And they said, hmm, if you guys keep protesting, we're going to extend lockdowns. And that's what they did. Are they going to even dare do it to the Black Lives Matter Democrat? Nope. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Liberals are protesting against big government oppression by voting for big government oppression. Haven't you noticed that all these riots and all these protests are being done in Democrat cities? In Democrat states? Hmm, maybe your own party is the problem here, if there is a problem. Funny watching the liberals protest against the government they keep voting for. These pol police brutality crimes keep happening in Democrat cities and in Democrat states. What happened to George, George, what happened to George, George Floyd happens to white people too, but you just never hear about it. The race war might be the only winning issue for the Democrats to get people to show up. This is just the beginning. We will see this get 10 times worse leading up to the election because the democrats are looking at this right now they're licking their lips they're like oh finally we figured out a way to get our people to show up now if we only had a good candidate that wasn't biden they would have they would feel like they have a shot winning this thing so they need to promote biden as not being uh, i guess racist or they need to sweep his racism under the rug as much as possible because they're going to need these Black Lives Matter protesters, these radical liberals, to show up and vote. That's the only way they, they're looking. Their only path to victory right now, and they're looking at it, that is voter fraud, mail-in ballots to everybody, and getting the Black Lives Matter crowd to show up. Now, if the Republican protesters were half as violent as these, as these left-wing protesters, the revolution would be completely over by now with the Democrats forcibly removed from office. Now, this is the difference between the left protesters and the right protesters. There is a huge difference. We were on the brink of a revolution, and even then, there was no violence besides probably one or two isolated incidences. 
and the Democrats. They're like, oh, why are our protests being shut down by the police and riot gear and riot control? Um, maybe because your protesters are burning down buildings, looting businesses. Our protests did not do that. If anything, our protests were literally the opposite of your protests. You're, you're, I don't understand. It's like, it's like uh, that episode of SpongeBob where him and Patrick are like, we did it. We saved the town. And there's, the towns are burning behind them. That is literally exactly what happens when the Democrats go out on their protests. Staten Island tanning salon owner threatened with jail and fined for reopening his business. I believe he actually ripped up that fine. And this is what's going on in my hometown, Staten Island, New York. And there are a lot of liberals right now being pissed off that, oh, um, tanning salons are not essential. They're not essential. So there's a bunch of dumb Staten Island liberals are upset about tanning salons breaking lockdowns to reopen because it is non-essential. Well, guess what is essential? Just grocery stores? Listen up, you morons who have a zero understanding how the world works. Every business is essential for keeping our economy going. This tanning salon is an essential business to the owners and to the employees to put food on their tables and a roof over their head. I know you morons want to live in the communist utopia where people do nothing all day. But this is life where businesses are essential. You morons keep telling us we're all going to die every time a Republican state opens up. And guess what? They, you were wrong every single time, and those states are doing great. It's not about getting a tan. It's not about getting a haircut. It's about living free. It's about providing. Listen, if we were going to play this game where only essential businesses are allowed to be open, have, did, did you see when, we, when the government decides who's essential and who's not, are you not seeing the massive economic consequences of such almost 40 what 40 to to 40 to uh, 50 million people are unemployed something crazy it's a crazy number of un unemployment do you not realize how deadly and devastating that is for the people for the economy for the country for everybody it affects everybody if we're going to play this essential game then how about this? We only leave grocery stores open and restaurants for takeout. Since those are the only essential businesses ever, why don't we just leave it like that forever? Because you can't. That's not how the world works. You need businesses for this, for that, for everything. Red Bull, not essential. I'm going to drink it. Helps me get through my day. Guess what? Me drinking this Red Bull, I just supported the deli that I bought it from. And they bought it from Red Bull which helps, you know, that people make this. People make this can. People mine for this metal. I don't need the breakdown. I'm sure you guys listening understand how this works, how buying one little piece. I was watching Deadpool. Deadpool 2, I think, the other day. I was watching it again. At the very end of the movie, it said, this production helped support the jobs of 15,000 people. And that's only direct that's only the people who worked on it. That's not including the raw, the raw materials that were used. That's not including, I don't even know what else, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> that that goes backwards. It probably supported close to 100,000 people worth of jobs. 
But the Democrats, they can't understand this because they're looking at things as essential, non-essential. They live in their basements, their basement dwellers. They don't have jobs. What does it matter to them? They can't understand this stuff. This makes me think, I, I don't believe in this, but in, times like this make me say, hmm, maybe only landowners should vote again. <laughs> maybe only people who contribute and pay taxes should vote. Because this is the problem. We're going to enter mob, we're entering mob rule. Whereas we have a lot of very smart people making educated decisions in our government. But the problem is we have too many dumb people that are canceling out what the smart people are doing because they're dumb. I sometimes just wish we can just ship all these liberals off the sea and just leave them out there. Or, hey, liberals, you want your own communist utopia? Okay, we'll give you California. Have the entirety of California. All of you, move to California. Do your socialism. If you're a Republican California and want to get out, come over here. I think we could take that sacrifice. Because you know what? If we're going to take that sacrifice, we'll get rid of California. Republicans move here. Texas will back up the, the, the farmers. Hey, we'll, we'll give you land. I'm sure they'll do something. This is, this is all hypothetical, obviously. <laughs> but it's a small price to pay. Get rid of California. Get rid of the liberals. All of them. Yeah, I think we'll be way better. Because one, I'll take off all, almost all the welfare will be gone. There'll be no welfare state anymore. Because nobody, everybody who needs welfare would just head over there. You won't need food stamps. The taxes will be incredibly low. And we would have to probably put a wall up on California eventually after it turns into just pretty much new, a new New Mexico. I don't know. I was going to say a New Mexico, but we, we, have, we already have a New Mexico. California would just become, I guess, Mexico. So Trump signs an executive order to weaken social media. Listen to this. Uh, they've had unchecked power to censor, restrict, edit, shape, hide, alter virtually any form of communication between private citizens or large public audiences. There's no precedent in American history for so small a number of corporations to control so large a sphere of human interaction. And that includes individual people controlling vast amounts of territory. And we can't allow that to happen, especially when they go about doing what they're doing because they're doing things incorrectly. They have points of view. and. If we go by that, it's actually amazing that there was a success in 2016, but we can't let this continue to happen. It's very, very unfair. And you look at the statistics and you look at what is uh, going on, and I think everybody would very much agree with that, uh, including Democrats, by the way. I saw quite a few Democrats are saying this is about time something is done. So let's see if they keep that decision after they hear that we agree with them. The choices that Twitter makes when it chooses to suppress, edit, blacklist, shadow, ban are editorial decisions, pure and simple. They're editorial decisions. In those moments, Twitter sees... Real quick, I am banned from Twitter. I got banned from Twitter. I was getting over 200 million impressions a month, and I got banned. Hopefully, this something like this can get me unbanned. By the way, guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, please, if you can, drop a super chat or become a channel member. That supports me big time. A lot of my videos get demonetized, and the reach has been getting lower and lower uh, on some instances, and uh, that will help fund what I do. Uh, so this is written by NPR. Stung by Twitter. Trump signs executive order to weaken social media companies. Uh, update, uh, President Trump signed an executive order Thursday aimed at limiting the broad legal protections enjoyed by social media companies two days after he got tore into Twitter for fact-checking two of his tweets. This is the thing. Social media companies, when you, when you poke the beast, the beast is going to strike back. 
We're here today to defend free speech from one of the gravest dangers it has faced in American history, frankly. Now, this is the thing. This is a very controversial thing on the right wing. Whereas we believe businesses should operate freely without having the big hand of the government. But this is kind of a double-edged sword because they... A few companies basically have the entire monopoly on social media free speech. And we need to figure out where that line is drawn. Is there enough competition in the marketplace to allow for free speech to be freely taught, freely spoken? See, like example, I got banned from Twitter. A lot of other Republicans got banned from Twitter. We can go over to Facebook. We can go over to Instagram, obviously. But what's going to stop us from getting banned over there? They have pretty much the same policies for the most part. We see what happened with Alex Jones, just completely erased from all social media platforms. Obviously, they need to have their rules, and you need to abide by their rules. If you break their rules, you break their rules. But at the same time, it seems like they're building their algorithms. I know a lot of them. It's been exposed. A lot of these social media companies are building their algorithms specifically to target Republicans. And they're not... Uh, they're not... Um, enforcing their rules evenly between the left and the right. And obviously they're doing this because they're trying to brainwash the mass public to basically become Democrats and vote Democrat. So this, it, it, there is a line to be drawn somewhere. And I think it's a, it's a discussion I want to have with more people, more Republicans, on at what point does it become a monopoly that we need to crack down on? And, at what, and should we crack down on it if it's going to infringe on businesses? Will the free, and it seems like the free market need is not being met, where there is a lot of, you know, hey, oh, if you don't like uh, the censorship, then go somewhere else. Okay, where am I going to go? There's two other apps that literally have no viewership. Why would I go there? I'm, I'm trying to get the word out to literally the masses, and it seems like the free market, it, there, there really is no big free market solution for this which there should have been in the last five years. There should have been a new, a new Twitter to come out that is free speech. But as you've seen, it seems like these big corporations, you know, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Google, billion, multi-billion dollar companies. Where is that, that next one that's more Republican-leaning or just free speech-leaning? There is none. You'd think that there would have been one to come out already. But the problem is these, these companies have gone, they've become so powerful. There's no competing with them. They're so big, so powerful, there's no competing with them. And even, even, if, even if you do compete with them, they'll either buy you out or just destroy your business and wreck you by trying to target your audience with advertising because they have billions of dollars. There's no way you can compete with that. They have the big monopoly on the market. Uh, so the president said the tech companies have unchecked power to censor, restrict, edit, shape, hide, alter, and uh, a large sphere of human interaction. They have points of view, he said. Now, I think Trump has been working on this before Twitter fact-checked him. Because that was just inevitable. And once Twitter fact-checked him, it was a great time to drop this bomb. Uh, the Trump administration hopes the order will eventually set the stage for new regulations on tech platforms such as Twitter and Facebook. But legal experts said that they were doubtful the move would have any practical effect on giant tech. Legal observers described the actions as political theater. 
arguing that the order does not change existing federal law and will have no bearing on federal courts. It is possible this could have been just a flex move by Trump. You know, hey, we could do something. Or, hey, you better get your act together so we don't have to do something. That could be another possibility. Trump is usually 10 steps ahead of the game. It, it is possible that this could just be, hey, look, we're going to do this. Obviously, it's not going to really change anything. But if you keep doing the things you're doing, we're going to actually put our foot down. It is, it is possible that Trump's doing that. We see him do that a lot of times with China. We saw him do it with the tariffs, where he just kind of threatening action kind of fixes the problem without ever have to even doing the action. The presidents. I love how they put president in uh, lowercase in this article. The president's last confirmation that Twitter was set off after the tech company paced uh, fact check warnings on two of his tweets that claimed without evidence the cast and ballots. Okay, I just said that. The president, who often uses Twitter as a me- megaphone to tout his victories and blast his critics to more than 80 million followers, said Thursday that if he had the legal authority to do so, he would completely shut down Twitter. I think. It'll be hurting it very badly if we didn't use it anymore, Trump said from the White House. Uh, I think he's talking about if he stopped using it, Twitter would pretty much go out of business. We have other sites we can use, I guess, or we'll have to develop other sites. Hmm. So right now, Trump does have the massive overwhelming power on Twitter because Twitter is on the bottom tier when it comes to being used by the mainstream uh users. Twitter is pretty much is used as a news outlet. It's used um, for, I guess, politicians to say things. And, it, and what where Twitter has most of its power is pretty much that Trump tweets things out or other people tweet things out and it gets used in articles. Very rarely you'll see a Facebook post embedded in a news article. It is almost exclusively always a Twitter post in a news article. When I had my Twitter when I would make a tweet about something trending and topical, I will almost always be in a Fox News article or even in a, C- a CNN article to be clowned on. And they would always use my Twitter. They would never use my Instagram post. They'll never use my Facebook post. Occasionally, they'll embed my YouTube videos into it. But it's almost exclusively Twitter. So Twitter, Twitter that's, that's where Twitter has its powers because it has reach outside the platform because it's being used by the mainstream media. And by the way, my credentials for understanding social media is pretty high. I literally have probably close to 4 billion views on all my social media platforms. Um, Before I got banned on Twitter, about 7 million followers throughout. Uh, So I've been doing social media for about a decade now, and I have a lot of experience. I know how the algorithms work. I know the difference between real censorship, fake censorship. I know exactly what they're up to and what they're doing. So I have... Uh, more expertise on the situation than the typical uh, YouTube or Facebook commentary channel you would be watching. So if you guys have any questions, just let me know, and I'll probably address it in another video. Let's see what else. Uh, This doesn't make us an arbiter of truth, Dorsey wrote on Twitter. Our intent is to connect the dots of conflicting statements and show the information in dispute so people can can judge for themselves. More transparency? Hmm. Why don't you attribute that same exact statement to the Democrats. Why can't you fact-check the Democrats? That will never happen in the world. It is up to the people to fact-check themselves. It is up to the people to have healthy debates. 
If Trump says something, the media goes off on it. The people in the comments go off about it. It stirs a debate between the left and the right. People aren't just reading one post and saying, oh, that's fact. Oh, that's true. Blah. People are entering discussions. They're entering debates. They're reading rebuttals. They're listening to rebuttals on the news. At, at what point do, do you <laughs> – this is, this is the problem because the Democrats, they don't believe in free speech. They don't believe in any of that stuff. They believe that everybody, everything needs to be curated. They think everything needs – people are dumb in their eyes, which many people are dumb, and they need to be fact-checked because they don't think people – I mean, it is true in certain regards – but they don't understand that it's like the free market of ideas of people discussing and debating and having conversations about that and formulating their own opinions. But when you fact check with biased sources that we know are biased, there's, there's like almost no such thing as a non-biased source now. Everything's a debate. And you as an individual need to come up with your own individual con conclusions. Or you watch this and I'm giving my input on what's going on. Then you can go over to a dumb Democrat channel. And listen to their input. But I'm giving you mine. And you listen to both inputs. You go in the comments. You have discussions with people. And you come up with your own solution. You try to decipher what's fake news, what's not fake news. We come up with it on our own accord. And that strengthens the mind. That, that, that opens up the way we think. Because sometimes we might find out, hmm, my initial opinion was wrong on this. This guy, something this guy said and what that guy said kind of changed my mind about something happens all the time there's no shame in that that's that's all about growth i'm sure there are plenty of things i said on my show that later on i'm like hmm you know what i was wrong there or hmm you know what after thinking more turns out what i was saying there wasn't entirely correct or i could have said it better happens by the way guys think if you're watching this on youtube if you can please become a channel member or drop a super chat because uh, this this channel, for the most part, most of the videos get demonetized or they don't make enough a lot of money. And I'm just trying to keep the show going. I'm trying to get a big studio going. And every dollar, every channel member helps fund that. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Joey Saladino Show. If you can, please rate the show five stars if you're listening to Apple or any of the other podcast apps. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, please give it a like or even share it. The left has been hate bombarding me, one star bombarding me, dislike bombarding me. We need to counteract that because they don't want the truth to be exposed. They don't want to be clowned by me anymore. They're trying to deplatform me as much as they can off the social medias. So we need I need your help to help counteract these people. If you can help spread the word, send the show to your friends, shoot me a text if you can. 917-540-8768. If you can do any of those things, help stay in touch. Send the show to a friend. Share it to your Facebook, share it to your YouTube, whatever you can do, your Instagram story. Just go ahead and do it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. If you watched all the way to this part of the video or the, or the podcast, then yeah, I got to really thank you because that means you need to listen to every last second, every last speck. God bless you.